Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to the She Can Ball podcast. I'm your host, Mahi Jariwala. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. She is a Mississippi College women's basketball commit and a longtime friend and teammate of mine, Nia Coleman. So Nia, you recently committed to Mississippi College. You signed your letter of intent last week. How do you feel? Um, I feel like a bunch of stress has been lifted off my shoulders. And it honestly, it feels kind of weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, wow, like I'm done like with all the recruiting process. And now it's just time to like focus on high school basketball and then I'll be off to college. Was that always a goal of just committing before your senior year? Um, I always wanted to commit somewhere. Not necessarily want to do it before the senior year, just at some point in my life wanted to make it to the next level awesome and I do want to come back to that but I like to start most interviews and um kind of going back with your story and like your whole journey of basketball so like where did that first start like when did you first get into basketball um so I started playing in about first grade and that was in like the little like kids league where it was mixed with boys and girls and then third grade um we were at a tournament and then Coach Ken, you know, my AAU coach for mm-hmm. the Huskies, he was handing out flyers to join his team. And so, like, he watched me play, and then he chased – we were walking out the door, and he chased us down and asked us to join. And so that's how that started. And we started as KM Huskies. Then we went on to be XBA, and then Golden City, and then Team Kid, and yeah. And like what, when did like you, was it just like when you met Coach Ken that like basketball started to get really serious for you? Or when did you realize like, oh, this is something I'm really good at and could take me really far? Um, So actually it was, because at the time I was playing both soccer and basketball. It was around like fourth grade. My mom made me choose one. And I was like, well, I see myself going farther in basketball, especially with Coach Ken. That's what I said. I was like, Coach Ken could probably take me farther in basketball than whoever was coaching me at the time in soccer. And so I was like, I'll continue with basketball and, you know, quit soccer. What, like, role do you think Coach Ken kind of played in your developmental career? Um, I think that he was almost like a second dad and the fact that we're like, he basically knew me my whole life. And he's the reason, honestly, he's the reason why I'm so good because I've trained with him and like all the skills that I now have are because of him, because he taught me, you know, between the legs, keep your eyes up. It was training day and night and all the crazy conditioning stuff. Yeah. And then like, what was sort of that transition like into high school basketball? Um, It was different because, well, at the time we we're doing like a lot of conditioning and I wasn't, I wasn't point guard actually. I started off as like, power forward, small forward. And so like in high school, I kind of like, we didn't really have a point guard. I just felt the need, like, I was like, okay, I feel like I have a better, I can better like control stuff and like do that. So I took like a leadership role in that way where Mm -hmm. as in before high school, I wasn't really in a leadership role. It's kind of like a background character. So I think that's how it changed. It really like stepped up my leadership. But like, how, how do you think that you were able to adjust not only like playing at like a higher level and then also taking on a leadership role? Um, I think the adjustment came from like 
it was like a small adjustment I had to make because even in um eighth grade or let's say seventh grade because that's when I was playing with older people so I was used to like the pressure and playing against people who are like high school students who are playing varsity as a when I was in seventh grade so I think that it was just remembering like oh I've been here before this is the same thing and just having that mindset is I've been there I've done that it's the same thing and I can still do it yeah and like one thing that I think makes you not only like a special point guard but just a special player is like your ability to like stay poised in situations and I think that like especially as a point guard like you kind of coming up the floor I feel like as someone that plays with you I feel more comfortable and stuff and I think that that is something that it's like something that it's not really taught it's something that just kind of has to come from within so where do you think that comes from for you it comes from my confidence because I remember I used to get yelled at all the time for making mistakes and then from that I learned to just take a deep breath you know everyone's gonna make mistakes oh man it's just from all the experience I've had I feel like it just led me to feel like oh I can do this and I have I have all the tools I have the ability to you know make that last shot or make a hard layup so I just remember that in the back of my head keeps me nice and poised and confident you have to know when to be serious and when to joke around when the game comes time you never see me I'm literally making this face right here yeah no exactly like it's serious time especially when it comes down to it you won't see me laugh I I get so serious I forget to high five people like there was this one time Sarita was like good defense because then the shot clock went off and they didn't get the shot off and she went to high five me and I was just standing there I was like (laughs) like, I'm serious so last year like the second time that we played SRV we lost but you kind of like went off the second half you kind of just took over what was that experience like See, when I get in the games, telling you it's all serious, like, I'm like this. And that's how I was that whole game, and I really wanted to win. Everyone wants to win SRV. There were a bunch of people in the stands. The reason why I like having people in the stands, I don't even, like, want people on our side. I want people on the other side. And I'm like, that just makes it more fun, and it makes it, like, more like, oh, what's the word for it? Like, when I do something good, they're like, oh, yeah, lock her up, lock her up. And then I get by her, like, just like that. And then I score. And all the parents, like, just go silent. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So it was just, like, I was nice and poised. But I was also, like, the adrenaline was running through me. I was like, oh, my God. Because we were winning for most of that game. And then towards the end, they started pulling away. So I was like, yeah, like, this is good. We got to keep this going. And then, sadly, we lost. But... It was just like a mindset in my head. Like, I want to win. I got to stay calm, though. And I want to do this. I can do this. Ooh, ooh, chills, chills. Yeah, and I think that, like, that sort of mindset is, like, ended up what ended up, like, helping us, like, move through the season, right? And, like, helping us win NCS as well. What did you feel, like, once we did, like, win NCS after going through everything that, like, you know, you've just gone through? Not only that season, but just, like, your whole MV kind of career, Oh my god. It was amazing. I was literally like me and Sarah went up to each other. We were like, this is the moment we've been waiting for since freshman year. I think that if COVID never would have happened though, that we could have had a shot at winning NCS that year. Mm -hmm. 
but man, because with COVID and everything, like that was a big part. Like it just yeah. made it so real and so like, yeah, we earned this. We've come a long way. Like this is what the hard work pays off on is winning a championship, and we did it. I know. Awesome. And then like, once you get into high school, is that when like AU really starts picking up and that's when you travel and play in all these showcases and whatnot, right? Yeah, it's more like we do um, for AU when you're, um, let's say middle school, you still travel, like we still traveled a lot. We went to Tennessee, Texas, all that in um, middle school. But when you in like college coaches are still at the games, but they more pay attention to the older people. So like yeah. the spotlight is really shined on you in AAU tournaments when you're older. And so like, what was that like whenever you did get into high school and then you're playing at some of these like higher level tournaments and stuff? For me, I don't know. I was still like calm. I don't know. I think I'm a calm person in general. Yeah. And that's why it's like, it translates to the game. So like seeing all the coaches, like, yeah, like scared me a little, but then I was just like, you know what, play as hard as you can. They rather see you as a player that they want or they don't. And yeah, as long as you play your heart out, like something good is going to happen. And just like the whole kind of recruiting process, like when did that like first start for you? Eighth grade is when I got my first interest and then well, because in um, middle school, they're not allowed to talk to you. So it was more like a, um, it's like more like come to our camp type thing. You know, gotcha. those like, uh, flyers they send out in the mail. And then they like talk, they're allowed to talk to the coaches, but not to you. So, hmm. yeah. And then how did that kind of like progress to like finally you committing? Um, so it starts off, well, it started off as like not talking to you and then more coaches, like, when is it? It's a very like, June, last, not this summer that just happened, last summer, there's a period where like coaches are allowed to contact you and call you. So then that's what really started. Like I started getting phone calls and I was like, oh, this is exciting. I really <laughs> got happy. I was like, oh my God, this is so different. And yeah. then you just stay in contact with those coaches, keep on texting them. They watch your games and tournaments. Um, so then that's what happened with Mississippi. Like they contacted me, they said they loved my game. And then we just continued to talk and talk. And then finally he was like, um, we'd like to offer you a full ride. How does that sound? And of course I was like, honestly, I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what, when will you cho choose Mississippi? Um, well, see, in this um circumstance, I really love the coaching staff, and I visited there before I committed, and I really like the school, especially it's a smaller school, which I like because um not just the basketball aspect because you have to remember you're a student athlete, so student comes first, so think about academics, like it's a really high ranked academic school, and I brought up it smaller because the professors when you're at a big um organ a big school professors don't really help you out a lot so I was like this is a good opportunity to succeed in school as well as athletically awesome and like what are some of your plans just for for senior year of basketball 
shoot, there's a lot. Well, first off, just to have fun. And I want to like win NCS again. I want to try and do that, especially when it beat Santa Rome Valley, our rivals, and then reach a thousand points is a goal of mine. And I just plan to get the people around me better so that for next year, you know, you're going to be a senior. You're going to have to like step up to that role of being a leader. So I want to get everyone involved in game scenarios. Yeah, and you talk about being a leader, and I think that you do that really great for our team. What do you think goes into just being a good leader? Being a good leader, you have to understand that people are going to make mistakes. Like, you can't get down on your teammates, which I see, like, some people do a lot. They're, like, yell at them, which sometimes is good, like, good criticism. But then sometimes you just got to, like, all right, they're going to get it. Because, you know, everyone makes mistakes. You're not going to get something right away. Like, you're supposed to make mistakes. So I think being um, patient and calm and also, though, using your voice, like, on the court, off the court, picking up your teammates, that type of thing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Yep, of course. Anytime.